4: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Help! I Suck at Dating! With Dean Ungler and Jared Haven, an
2: iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, welcome to an all-new episode of Help! I Suck at Dating. I am Jared Haven, of course, joined by Dean Ungler, who I just complimented. His hair is looking incredibly well. And he responded saying he hasn't washed it in a few days, which... I, I'm in the
0: minority. I think hair looks better when it's not washed. I told you that in confidence, Jared. Um, but I, I don't know why my hair is the topic of discussion to open the podcast because we have a pretty freaking great episode for you guys today. We have from Peter, season of the Bachelor, and from Bachelor in Paradise, if I remember yeah, correctly, which season, Kelsey though? Weir. How the heck are you?
6: I am doing great. How are you guys?
0: Oh well, aside from you Jared are, making right? fun of my hair, I'm doing pretty well. Making fun from, of it?
2: I just said it looked spectacular. How is that making the, fun?
0: Aside from Jared in the office of his uh, gastro, what gastro? Uh, it looks uh, like a medical word? exams officer. I got yeah. a medical. <laughs> I have a first
2: aid kit. I have COVID nineteen rapid exams. I have a power drill. I have everything you could possibly need in this office.
0: Okay, guys, you're prepared. Gas, Gastroenterologist. I'm mispronouncing that, but that's what I was going for. Uh, anyways, Kelsey. How are you? You already said you're good. I'm a little scatterbrained right now. I don't know where my microphone is. I'm recording through my phone. I lost my glass of water, but I found that. So that's that's a good thing. Um, Kelsey, welcome to recording a podcast with Dean. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, what? I'm just gonna let you take the reins because you have your life way more together than I do. Well, Kelsey, of course, everybody knows you
2: from Peter Weber's season of The Bachelor. And then you are on Bachelor in Paradise. So what have you been up to since we last saw you on Paradise?
6: Um, I've been traveling a lot, hanging out with my girlfriends, just living life and having fun. Well,
2: you know you're in Nashville. Like, Where's your favorite place to travel?
6: Um, in the United States or in Europe?
2: In, in the wow. whole world. Hey, we're the going international. Yeah, the whole world. Come on.
6: Well, I took my first European trip this summer with Kelly and I am obsessed with Europe now. So if I could go back, um... Actually, I want to do a summer trip this year with her. So hopefully uh, with COVID and all that, we'll be able to do that.
2: What part of Europe?
6: Um, I want to what? go back to Paris.
2: Ooh. So, wh- so where have you been in Europe?
6: Um, so we started in Paris. And then we went to Saint-Tropez. And then we went to Athens. And then Mykonos.
2: Wow! Paris. Yeah, you hit on some so, pretty good stops. Did you go, like, obviously this is a dating podcast. Did you meet any... People, you know Ooh. interest uh while <laughs> over uh across the ocean
6: well it's funny you say that so before the trip i had gone on a two-year hiatus no dating no kissing like no nothing just cold turkey um, wait a minute so, yeah
0: how long was, like, ago was
6: peter was my last was my last kiss
0: what about paradise oh. you didn't kiss anyone in paradise
6: no i didn't hmm.
2: Holy crap, there's, Peter was your last kid. Well, I'm flabbergasted mm-hmm. because it only feels like a year ago, but holy crap, yeah, was Peter's season was, Holy moly, we're getting old. Right. All right, continue. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm going to have a mental breakdown.
6: So, kind of on that trip, I was like, you know what? I need to start putting myself out there again. So I did make out with someone in Mykonos. <laughs>
4: Damn!
6: <laughs> but nothing was nuts, so... But yeah, in two years, that was my... Mykonos was my uh, first kiss in two years. So. Was
0: this like a uh, was it a, was it a local Grecian?
6: No, he was European, but um, not from Greece.
0: Did anything come from it? Yeah. No. Come on. Aww. So you just made out with a guy for the first time in two years, and you didn't try to pursue <laughs> anything after? Isn't the fact? that how
2: like "PS no. I love you" began?
6: Yeah. No, I'm not into that stuff. I just wanted to have fun put myself out there again i also tried so i'm like horrible at flirting and my one of my girlfriends that was with me and kelly they were like you need to start flirting more it's like hey well teach me something so they taught me that three second rule where you look at someone for three seconds smile and then look away it works
0: okay so wait tell us go over this rule a little bit more because i've never heard this rule before and i'm sure a lot of listeners there's surely other listeners that could benefit from it so what's the rule
6: so you like make eye contact with someone that you think is cute or whatever. Look at okay. them for like 3 seconds. Smile. Okay. And then look away and then they come up.
2: Okay. It's nice. It's really
6: weird but it works. Like I did it the first time. I it have worked. no
2: doubt. Right. I have no doubt that Dean has been exposed to this rule because I can totally from the opposite side of that, imagining Dean being on the opposite side of someone staring at him. I could totally see someone staring at Dean for three seconds, looking away and then Dean looking at one of his buddies
0: and being like, she she wants me. Um, I my one of my AirPods just died there, so I missed everything that was just said. And I'm no, still, nothing. We're I, just I making to, fun of you. Don't mind I, <laughs> I, need to, I need to learn more about this three second rule. So okay, so we're turning like we're turning flirting into a science, which has been done before. I don't think there's any way. There's no need to knock it. it there's definitely like a, a formula to to kind of this whole this whole game. But where did you hear this whole three second rule thing? Like who told it to you?
6: My name's Kelly.
0: Kelly Flanagan. <laughs>
6: does yeah, does that shock you?
0: I know no. Kelly Flanagan. So Kelly, she did. Well, she didn't come up it, with the three second rule, but she told
6: no, you about it. But she's like the master flirter. Like, you can totally it tell. It's to <laughs> intimidating to watch because I'm more reserved when it comes to that stuff. I'd rather be pursued. Like, and she just, she's a different, in a different level. Like, it's insane. So I've learned a lot from her.
2: Kelly gives off very confident vibes,
6: but she's very flirty. Like, she knows how to turn it on.
2: Yeah, that's what I mean. She gives us like very confident vibes. Like,
6: yeah,
0: you guys compliment each other very well. Then she's the confident, like out outspoken one. And you're like the more reserved. So you guys kind of bounce off each other pretty well, I bet. Right.
6: Um, yes and no. So I'm very outspoken too. like her and I will tell each other how it is. We have no problem being blunt with each other. But when it comes to guys, we're completely different. Personality wise, we're similar in a lot of ways. But guys, she has a lot more confidence in that area than I do. Um, So she's been helping me a lot lately.
0: Well, so, so what's the reason that you took a two year hiatus from even considering talking or dating other guys?
6: So I was in a relationship probably like a year before the show. And one of my therapists had said, you should take a year off dating. And I was like, "Mm, there's no way I'm 28. I want to be married, have kids, you know, that whole thing. And so I was like, I'm not taking a year off. So then I decided to go on the show. Well, then I got off the show and I was like, you know what, maybe I should really listen to my therapist and take a year off of dating. Well, then a year turned into two years. Like I just got very comfortable being by myself. I was listening to my friend's drama and like the highs and lows of dating. And I was just like, why would I want to be a part of that? But then I got to the point where I'm like, all right, if I don't start putting myself out there again, I'm never going to meet someone. So but it was good.
0: Do you think that's one of the reasons why we didn't see you um, like former romantic connection, in bachelor in paradise, because you were kind of just like more focused on yourself.
6: No, I just, so I'm 30, I'll be 31. And like, I think from taking the two years off, I realized like, I'm not going to just, if I'm not interested in someone, I'm not going to pretend or lead anyone on because I don't want that to happen to me. So for me, I didn't have a romantic connection with anyone. Like I wasn't even interested in kissing anyone. And so I'm like, if I don't even want to kiss you, I know I'm not interested in you. Mm. So I was like hoping I would stay the next week just to see if there was anyone else that came down that I could be interested in. But I was like, I'm not going to force it. I'm not going to like make out with someone just to stay. So that was kind of my mindset.
0: Yeah, that's good. I think that's probably the right approach. Um, Hey, so in our email, like we always get these rundowns before, you know, we start these episodes. It says right here, I was just skimming through it. You were miss Iowa.
6: Mm-hmm. Yep. That's, 2017.
0: What, 2017. Did you know that my girlfriend was miss North Carolina?
6: I did. Yeah. <laughs> and I talked about that in Miami. Really? Mm-hmm.
0: Because she must've been probably twenty eight. She was 2018 year after me. Wow. That's crazy. Yes. And I know like, uh, I know that the the pageant world. It's not like a sorority per se, but I guess like once you start competing, a lot it kind of becomes like a little uh, close knit family. So that's pretty cool. I had no idea. Yeah. I wish I knew
2: more about these things. The only because the only thing I have to contribute is miscongeniality, which I feel like <laughs> yeah. is not stereotype. I but, did not
6: win that. So.
2: Well, miscongeniality. Well, <laughs> what movie. I found out about miscongeniality is the song from the movie where William Shatner's like. She's beauty and she's grace. She's Miss United States. That's fake because it's Miss Ooh. America. It's not Miss United States. Hmm. Do you guys know this? Right? Well,
6: well, there's Miss USA and Miss America. So there are two different yeah. pageants.
2: Oh, right. well, that song, though, is not
0: real. Right? Right. <laughs> okay, cool. That's all I need to know. It could, it, could, it could be real. Are you sure they just made it up for the movie? Well, because I was I trying so. to... Yeah, it's it's
2: definitely better for the movie because I was trying to research this one day. I have Kelsey so behind right. me. anyway. That, that aside,
0: uh, that aside, let's move on yeah. to something else. What do you guys Well, got for because us, we Jared? also
2: have Brett Robinson who's coming up shortly. Uh and Brett is uh from Big Brother and Kelsey's gonna come and stay uh on with us. So it's gonna be us two, Kelsey and Brett. But before we do that, I do have a question for you, Kelsey, because we were talking about the three second rule and you said that you had a nice make out session with a with a gentleman (laughs) from Europe. So I have to know, did you do the three second rule and that's how the make out session began?
6: Um, no, it's a little bit more complicated than that. I did (laughs) the three second rule. He then approached me. So it worked. It worked, but then we didn't make out until when he met up with us the next day at the next mm. bar.
0: Yeah, but the icebreaker was the three-second right, three rule, which is
2: what it it's was.
6: meant to do. <laughs>
0: okay, so Kelsey, so you had this, you had this experience in Europe, and you enjoyed the, just Europe in general. Did that kind of like revitalize you to get back into the dating world, or are you still kind of uh, reeling yourself in a little bit? No, it did. So, it what did. has it been like since? Like, you got back to the USA. You're in Nashville now. Are you like jumping on the dating apps? Or are you going full steam ahead or are you kind of easing into it? What are you doing?
6: Uh, no dating apps. I've, I've never tried the dating apps. I just don't think it's something for me. I'm a horrible texter. I'd rather <laughs> talk on the phone. So, um, yeah, I haven't done the dating apps. I'm just trying to meet people organically. I was talking to someone for about two months. <laughs> that didn't work out. <laughs> um, <laughs> But other than that, I've just been going on dates and trying to find different ways to meet people. And it's funny because Kelly and I both are single and we're together a lot. So um, what I've learned from her, too, is and like some of my other friends, they like to if we're like at a sporting event or like at another event, they'll like take a picture mm-hmm. and then they'll like tag random people just to see if they can get their attention mm-hmm. and then they'll hide the tag. Right, and it works a lot of the time. So oh, we've met okay. a lot of people doing that. Wait, um, who have you met? I can't say.
0: Like, I bet you know, like Predator players or like Titans players no, or oh
6: no, nothing like that. Um,
0: like Bachelor people?
6: No, I'm not going to tell you guys. And she's but... smiling, everyone.
0: <laughs> I know you can't see
2: because this is a podcast, but she's smiling. It was definitely a Bachelor I mean, person. You don't have to it's tell not, us. I, I, if it
6: was Bachelor I, people, i had no problem reaching out to
0: them right 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 okay let me ask you this kelsey let me ask you this so i don't know if you know this about help i suck at dating but we have a lot of attractive successful nice guys that listen to this podcast all not all but most of them are single guys some of them live in nashville so let's say one of them is really interested in getting your attention what kind of advice would you have for someone that wants to get your attention that wants to receive the three-second rule from you like what's your type (laughs) like what do you what, what kind of advice would you have for someone that's going after after you
6: are we talking about out in person or just connecting out in person?
0: Yeah. Like, you know, like not like connecting, you know, through other mediums, but just like, let's say you guys are out and someone spots you from across the bar. Like what's the, what do they need to do to get your attention?
6: Come up and approach me. Keep the conversation going.
0: So even if the, the three second rule isn't, doesn't have time to develop, you're totally okay with someone coming up and like,
6: I would prefer that. Okay. I would prefer someone to come up, talk to me and pursue me. That's that's what I want. I think that's why even on Paradise, I had a hard time. Cause I'm like, these guys expected me to pursue them because they had the rose. And I'm like, I'm not gonna pursue mm. you. A, I'm not interested in you. And B like if it's someone I was interested in, I would have, but I was I'm like, I'm not interested in you. I'm not gonna pursue you. Like if I really like someone, I'll put in more effort. Uh-huh. But I want to be pursued.
2: My question is, I feel like a lot of people out there are find it difficult to differentiate between someone not interested and someone playing hard to get. Mm-hmm. So from your perspective, Kelsey, what are some of the things that you do that like do you play hard to get? Do you know any girls that play hard to get?
6: I know a lot of girls that play hard to get and I think That's I, need bullshit. Start taking, I need to start taking <laughs> I need to start taking notes from them because
2: No, no, my, no, no, no. I like your <laughs> approach way better.
6: I You're forthcoming, so you're honest. I am So I'm very upfront. So the last person I was talking to before we even met up, I was like, if we're doing distance, this is what I expect. And like, I'm not saying we're dating, but I have self-respect for myself and I don't want to, if you're going to be talking to other people, that's fine, but just take me out of the equation. You know, (laughs) like I'm very upfront with how I want to progress things or like, I want to see where things go because i feel like when you mix so many people into the mix it just gets confusing you can't fully invest in someone um and that backfired so that's why i'm like maybe i need to start (laughs) why did that
2: why did that backfire you don't have to go into too many details but i'm curious
6: um we just weren't on the same page
0: well i'm
2: sorry even
6: though i had had that conversation he claims we never did. I'm like,
0: "Mm, we Mm. did. Guys are stupid. So it's pretty safe to, to assume you gave him this, the, this, the dilemma of we either talk just us two, or you can go out and date other people. And he chose to go talk to other people.
6: Yes. Well, this, this is my thing. If I'm in the same city as you, it's, it's a lot easier to like, I understand if you're seeing other people, if we're doing distance, like that takes a lot of time, effort, money mm. into pursuing something. And I'm like, I've already taken enough time off dating. Like, I'm not gonna just go have a fling with you for a weekend and then you mm-hmm. do whatever you want when I'm not there and then you come and visit me. Like, that's just not how yeah. it's gonna work. So, before he even came to Nashville, I was like, hey, if you wanna see other people, that's fine stay where you are and just don't bring me into the equation.
0: <laughs> you want to know what? I, I've always agreed with that, but I've never heard someone put it into words as well as you just did. And I fully agree. If you're going to be doing distance with someone like long distance, it, there is a lot more that goes into it. So I, I fully agree and I'm fully on board with what you're saying. I I'm, I'm in your camp for all that kind of stuff because you're right. Like if you're going to put in the effort and spend the money and go through all of those steps to see someone, it's going to be someone that you are like investing in, not just like some random person you're going to like hook up with a couple times and then never really see again until the next time you decide to fly out or whatever it is. So I fully agree with where you're coming from right. and I'm proud of you for putting your foot down too. Yeah. I, hell yeah. That's, it's a hard thing to do sometimes.
6: I think taking the year or two years off of dating like really helped. because there's just like, I'm just over the games, you know? Games yeah.
0: suck. Well, now that you're in your thirties, you know, it's like, you know a lot more of what you want. I, I think everyone can kind of speak to that too. Jared and I are both in our thirties and I feel like the person I was in my twenties is a, well, I still am an idiot, but the person <laughs> in, in, I was in my twenties was an even bigger idiot. So uh, I think as long as we start to like bring that, the idiosity down as much as we can, the thirties is a big jump up. So I'm proud of you. I think that you're doing great and I think that you should keep doing it. And hopefully like Jared said earlier, what was it? A mama Mia moment, Jared? Mama Mia for, I'm uh, not- for, for uh, the Europe guy. <laughs> Oh no! I said, "PS, I love you." Oh, "PS, no. I love you." These rom coms, man, they all blend together for me. Hopefully, we have a "PS, I love you" moment, and you can be reunited with the uh, the uh, what's what was the place? The Mykonos guy.
6: Yeah, I don't really want to be reunited with him. It was just like a
0: fun, <laughs> another Mykonos night. man. Hey, did you go to Did you go to Lindsay Lohan's day club in Mykonos?
6: No, I think it's closed.
0: Oh, okay. I wasn't sure, but I just remember hearing like so much about it.
6: Yeah, I think she had a show actually about it
0: right 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 well maybe it will reopen one day um i've always wanted to go to i have not had the chance to yet but i'm very jealous of that anyways we're gonna take one quick break um we're gonna jump into our guest and jared who's our guest again it is brett robinson (laughs) from tiktok (laughs) the thirst trap king is what i'm dubbing him as apparently i guess i don't know i looked at one of his tiktoks and he was shirtless in it uh and i gotta say the guy's got great traps so stick through this break we'll be right back With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.
3: I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of.
4: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: All right, welcome back to Help, I Suck at Dating. Dean, myself, Kelsey, and we have a very special guest. You know him. uh, If you are a fan of Big Brother, you definitely know him from back in 2018. And also, he's very popular on TikTok. We actually just watched a couple of your TikToks, Brett. And we really need to give uh, Kelsey some pointers. And me too, (laughs) because I suck on TikTok. Dean, are you on TikTok?
0: I am on the tick, as the kids uh, call it.
2: Well, we probably <laughs> could all use some pointers right here. So it is Brett Robinson. Brett, how you doing, buddy? Thanks for coming on Help I Suck at Dating.
7: Hey, guys. I'm, I'm doing great. Super excited to be here and happy to help you guys with your TikToks and, I guess, dating lives. <laughs> Heck well, yeah.
2: Well, you know, we suck at dating, obviously. So a lot of your TikToks <laughs> are about dating. They're about falling in love. So first of all, are you single?
7: I am single. Yes.
2: Uh, okay. Do you meet a lot of people on TikTok?
7: Um, actually, no, I, I so this is like a weird, like, the reason I like TikTok now is because it's like, I feel like Instagram became the Facebook where like everyone's parents and everyone's aunts and uncles and like extended cousins and like everyone in the world that you knew was there. And I feel like when you're on Instagram, you're like in a box, you're like, this is what's socially acceptable. This is what like, I'm allowed to post like, this is what I'm going to think of if so and so takes a look at this. And then I got on TikTok and I didn't follow anyone because I didn't know anyone on TikTok. So I just started posting whatever I organically wanted to post and just didn't care what anyone had to think about it. Okay. I don't know if I answered your question at all there. No, you did. No. I
2: was just curious about like, because it, it. I think of like Instagram, like sliding into the DMs is such a common phrase. I'm curious if there's something equivalent to that on TikTok.
7: Um. I I really like, I think I only follow like, like, like 30 people. So I don't really slay, in that my DMs are not open on TikTok. I don't I don't use it like that. Because then I get in my like, I've, there was a point in time where I followed a lot of people and I started unfollowing people because I was too in my head when I was posting about things like, what would this person think? And I love just having like completely un like completely raw, like I want to post this because this is how I feel. Or I think this is super relatable or I really like this content and I don't really care what anyone has to think about it.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I got, I got a question for you. So you were on Big Brother, right? I was. How did, uh, how did that go? I, I've never really watched Big Brother, but I've always been like so intrigued by it. It seems like such a fun experience, but like also such a mind. F- it,
7: that's all very accurate. It was probably the best, worst time that I ever had. Like, I don't regret it at all, but it's kind of like going to the gym. It's like, you're on your way there. It sucks. While you're there, it sucks. But like, if you do really well, you feel really good about it afterwards. Hmm. Or like, if you ever like pledged a fraternity or if you ever in like boot camp for the military or if you ever played up varsity from freshman. like it sucks, but it's like really such an amazing experience and you grow so much from it. It was the craziest thing that I've ever done and you don't know what you're going to do until you're actually there. Like I had no clue that I was going like, to stand up and say like these crazy ass speeches or like throw someone under the bus. And it seems easy when you're watching, like when you're watching, you're like, Oh, that's easy. Like I would totally have done this. Yeah. When you get there and you're like in the moment and you're face to face with someone and you have a lady with pink hair screaming with pops <laughs> in her face. You're like, Holy shit this escalated quickly
0: yeah that's how i feel whenever i watch survivor i'm always like oh you guys are so stupid i know everything that's going on but if i ever were actually be on the show i would have absolutely no clue what's going on um when you were on big brother did you leave with a love interest or did you have one during the show or anything like that
7: no you know what man so like at the end of the day it's a game right like the, yeah. the whole like the whole like the whole fan base of big brother is lie cheat steal play the game your way to the end okay my game was sounds flirt. like
6: satan's playground
7: it, 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 that's exactly what it is, though. So my game was flirting. I was like, I just want to be the most like I want to be so loved that when someone has to go in that room to vote me out, that they just like feel so gut wrenched that they can't. So like I flirted with the girls. I got I bromanced with the guys. I just wanted to be the most lovable guy. Um, but I was I guess I had my walls up because. You don't really know what anyone's ulterior motive is. Like mm-hmm. no matter what someone tells you to your face, everybody's lying to your face the entire game. Everybody tells you that they're voting for you to stay. Guess what? Every single week, that was a lie. That was, it, it wasn't a unanimous vote to stay. So you don't really trust anyone. And I didn't feel comfortable enough opening up on live television and just like having my heart shattered for someone that was using me for a half a million dollars. <laughs> if you wanted me, you can call me afterwards. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's a good approach. So before going on Big Brother, you were in cybersecurity, right? Do you still work in cybersecurity?
7: I do. Yeah.
0: Oh, sick. Nice. Yeah. So you you're you're one of the few people that go on reality t- well, not one of the few. I'm sure there are plenty and plenty. Uh, present company excluded, I would say that go on reality TV and then they go back to their careers afterwards. That's great.
7: I, I did a little trade. So I was a cybersecurity engineer prior to Big Brother, and then I moved into an account executive role. So I sell what I used to be an engineer of prior, but I'm still in the nice. same
0: industry. Yeah. Oh, so you're probably great for like demos and stuff like that.
7: Yeah, that's exactly what I do.
0: Nice, dude. That's awesome. So you you were on,
2: after being on Big Brother, would you want to do reality TV again?
7: The way that I look at reality TV is is no different than if a headhunter hit me up for another job. I am always open to a conversation for another opportunity. If I think that that opportunity is better than my current situation, I will absolutely do it. I've chatted with tons of other shows. I've chatted with tons of other jobs. And it just, it's all about timing. So like when I did big brother, I was already on my way out the door in the position that I was in. I was leaving. I got frustrated. I had a manager that sucked at the time. They hit me with a super unique opportunity. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. Like, let's do it. And then I ended up going back in and getting a different manager and doing, doing different stuff. But that's the way that I see it. It's actually, that's actually kind of been something that's been like, it's bitten me in the butt with future jobs was they were always worried. They're like, well, if we hire you, you're just going to bail and like go do another hmm. TV show. And the way that I look at it, is I go, you're like, so well, yeah. I mean, it, well, I mean, it's no different than if, if another company hits me up and goes, Brett, I'm going to double your salary. You can bet your sweet ass I'm walking. Mm-hmm. Like I'm definitely going to go, but it's, it's completely opportunity driven. I've also talked to plenty of shows that wanted me and the terms were just so terrible and horrible that I was like, dude, I like, I don't need this. Like, I really don't like I'm open to it and it's cool, but I don't have to do this.
0: Are you at liberty to say what show? What kind of other shows would you be interested in doing? Maybe say that instead.
7: What kind of shows I would be in like really pretty open. I'm really pretty open to most shows. Like, mo- I mean, like within reason, like I'm not doing naked and afraid or dating. whatever. <laughs> Or like the, in the UK, they got like this crazy show that like you show your genitals before the world. Oh, actually yeah, seen wild. that. Like, Wait, what? In the UK, I forget. I want to say I forget the name of the show, but I swear to God, you have like a you have like a thing blocking you from the waist up, and you only can see your genitals. There's five people standing in front of you, and you can see it. it's not blurred at all. It is not blurred. You can see everything, <laughs> and someone stands on stage, and they have to pick who they want based on that. It's called like uh, Naked Attraction. Rocks. Naked Attraction. That's the show. I'm um, so I think,
0: Kelsey, in that case, I think it's good that you live under the rock because no one wants. Well, I guess people <laughs> want to see it. It's on television. So on television. people are watching it.
7: Yeah, I, I would do any. Like, I like the competition shows because like I did pretty well on Big Brother. I think I would do well on a competition show. Um, I've never done a dating show. It depends on the format, man. Like some of those dating shows are pretty whack, but there are some that I would be open to doing. Like, I love Love Island. Like I think Love Island is like the coolest show in the world. The UK version is like my favorite. Yeah.
0: Let's let's uh, pivot real quick and talk more about your TikTok. I've got questions for you. So you talk a lot about like dating and stuff on TikTok, right? Or not like yeah. not like dating per se, but more like how would you like how would you describe it?
7: The way that I describe it is just it's relatable. Like it's like really for me, like what resonates with someone that they're like, I love this TikTok so much that I want to like it or I want to comment on it, or I want to share it is just like, I think everyone in the world's been through heartbreak at some point in their life at some, or, or let down or confusion and communication or something. And I just like, to, to be totally honest, man, when I, I made the first one and I was like, this is kind of relatable. And then I tried to like branch away from it and nothing else would do well. <laughs> and it was like, I was like, it, it, if this is what the people want, like, I guess, yeah. it just, I guess it's just relatable.
0: For sure. Yeah. Idealized romance definitely sells well on those platforms. Um, do you ever? So, and you said earlier, you like your DMs are closed on TikTok. So, do you ever, like, let's say you're out at a bar or something like that and you meet someone? Have you ever had anyone like approach you and be like, I felt like I love your TikToks. So, like, I follow you on TikTok or anything like that? I, I,
7: will, I will say the moment that I felt like I made it, I always get people, I used to get people to be like, Oh my God, I love you from Big Brother. The mm-hmm. moment that I had someone come up and they're like, I love you from TikTok. I was like, <laughs> like, I was like, I don't need you, big brother. Like, I made it. I have a fan on my own.
0: Nice. But yeah, yeah. I,
7: I have definitely had people come up to me that recognize me from TikTok. Yeah.
0: Why don't, do you ever do like a, like collaborations? Like, because there are like other TikTok content yeah. creators out there, right? So like why don't you like team up with one of these other TikTok creators and then you guys can become like a super couple of sorts.
7: To be honest, for the most part, it was just because I lived in locations that didn't have a ton of creators. And like, like I previously lived in Boston. I previously lived in Austin. I lived in Vegas for a little bit. I only recently moved to LA on Halloween. Like I've been here a super short period of time. I have recently done some collaborations, but that was the first collaboration I've actually ever done. I don't know if you well, scoped and, my TikTok at all, but I did. And what was that
0: one? I did right before, but I uh, I, I ran out of time, so I didn't get to look I, at a lot of I them. I
7: did a tick, I don't know if you're familiar with Tana Mojo. I did a TikTok yeah. TikToks with Tana Mojo. Uh, I think those are my two most two of my three most recent TikToks.
0: My my entire TikTok feed is just like DIY stuff and dogs. Like, that's entirely
7: like, all yeah. I get. I personally know I like them. Share what my TikTok feed is, but it's. Well, definitely we saw not three of eyes.
6: them, and it was you with your shirt off playing like a slow song every time. Those were the three that we saw.
7: It's it's funny you say that because I actually avoid almost at all costs doing any content with my shirt off because it typically doesn't move <laughs> as well. Hmm. It really doesn't. Because why do you think that me? is? I'll tell you exactly because 50% of your audience is guys. And if I'm hitting the heart with something relatable, like, like some, like I don't always say like when she broke your heart or when she did this, I'm just like when that one person did something like there are guys that relate to that too. But there are some guys that are just like, like a girl will like another girl's bikini photo. A guy will not like another guy's photo with his shirt off unless you're like really good friends.
0: Yeah. Like really good friends. I will say that we did watch a couple of your TikToks. (laughs) And I was uh, I was going on and on about your traps and how dreamy they are. They're massive, <laughs> very good traps. They're, I, they're I huge.
4: I
7: appreciate that. I also the other thing is like you always hear of these like I, like I feel like TikTok is super savage and comparison to Instagram, like they'll just delete your account. Like if they just like, oh, yeah. don't like it, like they'll just get rid of it. So I I don't know. I always just get like nervous that they're just. What about
0: what about like dating apps? Are you on any of those? No,
7: I'm not really. So, all right, maybe I'm like the weirdest freak of this generation. And this is just like a part, like I have nothing against ADA apps. I think for like most people, like that's wonderful. You move to a new city, you want to meet someone in my book. For me, if I can, if there's a day where I can't go to a bar and walk up to a girl that I'm interested in and just say, Hey, I'd love to get dinner with you. Then there's something in me that I need to fix that. I'm so scared that I have to hide behind a phone.
0: Yeah. I
2: mean, that's,
7: just, that's, that's, that's sound logic. Yeah, my,
0: sure. my
2: most viewed TikTok, this is the difference between me and you, Brett, is <laughs> it's me in a hotel room watching Tom Brady wear a backwards snapback. And it's that, uh-oh, boner
7: alert. Sound effect. <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's Are a good one. I was very proud of that.
7: Are you saying um, you
2: want to collab, Jared? Is that what you're saying? Dude, I'm down. You let <laughs> you let me and my wife, Ashley, know I am down. You know what's funny about TikTok? And it makes it, when I was watching your videos, it, it's crazy because you can put, and Brett, I'm sure you've, you've recognized this, is that you can put so much effort into a video and really think that it's so good and so perfect and you did such a good job and it lays flat. And then you'll do a video where it's just a sound over for eight seconds and it's literally just like you filming yourself and that one will get a million views. And it's like, what the hell?
7: <laughs> this is ridiculous. I do know exactly what you're talking about. I'm I'm definitely familiar with that. And it's just the name you also, the other funny thing about TikTok is you never know what side like, because if you're doing something polarizing. Like obviously there's an audience that agrees on one polar and there's an audience that disagrees on another polar. And sometimes I'll do things and I'm like, "Oh no, like people will totally relate to this." And like I'll just get a ton of hate from like the polar opposite side, so you might just hit a different like a different side of TikTok that you didn't know existed. And I'll be like, "Okay, this was not received appropriately. Like I'm going to just take this down. Like this was misinterpreted."
2: So where do you think the future of TikTok lies? Like what what is TikTok in 5 years? Is it like Instagram, you know, where it just completely continues to blow up. Is it like, what's the, what was the, the app that blew up last year? Not chat room.
0: What the hell was that? Oh, um, uh, campfire or something like that.
6: No, it was, um, oh, Clubhouse.
0: Clubhouse.
2: Clubhouse.
7: Clubhouse. (laughs)
6: Clubhouse, Yeah.
2: Like Clubhouse was the thing and now it's nowhere to be found. So do you think TikTok is going more in that direction or like in the direction of Instagram where it's just going to continue going up and up and up and up?
7: I think it'll absolutely, I think TikTok is absolutely the future. I think anyone who's a creator is completely not doing that. They're doing themselves a disservice if they're not on it. I absolutely think that TikTok, even for like brand collaborations, just for a, a, like a, a getting an audience, I think TikTok is the future. I think the reason that TikTok is absolutely killing Instagram is you get personality. Like you actually like, you, you can only get so much out of a photo. And unless you're an absolute supermodel that like everyone in the world just wants to like look and all that, you're just so limited what you can do within a photo.
6: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> thousand percent it's it's so crazy man this whole new world of, of social media and i'm just trying to just post videos of tom brady
0: on there you know and, and have him <laughs> yeah, kelsey, kelsey just launched her TikTok though can you give her
7: some tips on how
0: she can uh blow don't up her page it's
6: so bad it's so come bad. on
7: so i kind of like gave you a little bit there like if you have something that if it's not broke don't fix it so like if you have something that's like working and oh, like you, you do a TikTok and it does well, like keep going with that. Like in that I like I said, I tried to like branch away from like doing like like the heart related stuff. And every time I did it would just flop. And I was like, whatever, man. Like I guess this is this is my path. This is my journey now. Like so your but I was is
6: heart related.
7: When you look at a TikTok or when you're making a TikTok, you need to sit back and say, what is gonna make someone love this so much that like would you look at this and send it te- like text it to your best friend? Or would you look at this and like text or t- would you tag your like whoever you're talking to if you're like, if you have a, a girlfriend or boyfriend, whoever it is, like would you tag them in this and be like, this is so us? Like what would trigger you to share this? Because likes are limited, comments don't do as much as you think. Shares, if you can get someone to share a TikTok, that's how that's the difference between like a hundred thousand and like a million or two million or three. Like my highest TikTok was like. Binge eating trash food all day. And I think every mother in the middle of America was like, I eat Oreos during the middle of the day too. Like, I totally relate.
0: <laughs> well, there you go. If you're listening to this and Kelsey, I hope you are listening too. Cause I, I'm sure you would have to pay for that advice anywhere else. So, Brett, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Uh, be sure to follow Brett on TikTok. Brett, what's your TikTok handle?
7: It is Brett W. Robinson on all platforms.
0: Perfect. So if you're listening to this, go follow Brett W. Robinson on TikTok, on Instagram, I'm sure on Twitter as well. Um, We hope it's not too long until we see you on our TV again. Definitely won't be long until we see you on TikTok again. Brett, thank you so much for joining (laughs) us. We appreciate it.
7: Thanks, guys. You have a good one. Thank you so much. Thanks, Brett. Cheers, Brett. Thanks to meet you.
0: You'll know
2: real when you get it. It will say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well,
0: every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands on authentication experience.
1: So, when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back.
2: Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other.
0: With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.
3: I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes...
4: emotions. emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Dvlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: All right, welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. And of course, we have a very special guest who's back with us this week. It is your favorite, our favorite. (laughs) It is Mark... I'm going to screw up your last name, dude. Moletzky. Oh, my gosh. Such respect. Um, no, that's not how you say my name, but that's OK. But no, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> dude, I, I don't. Molet, Mol, how, how many years have we known each other now? I don't know. I'd say a solid three. At least. That's, a, that's it, Dean. Dean nailing it. Come Damn on. it. So hey, easy. listen. I show up on time. <laughs> OK, fair enough. And when we
5: send you a microphone, Sometimes.
2: you know where it is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right, right. well,
5: how about an email? This one strikes me as um, somewhat above our pay grade, but let's see what we can do for Tyler. Tyler says, my girlfriend has struggled with depression on and off throughout her life, but recently she's been going through a really hard time. She barely sleeps or eats or even speaks to me. I want to be there for her, but this is the first time I've seen her like this, and I think she needs more help than I can give her. Every time I bring up the topic of seeing a therapist or going on meds again, she says she doesn't want to talk about it. I want to respect her boundaries, but I'm starting to get concerned how do I approach having a conversation with my girlfriend about getting help for her mental health without (laughs) making her feel cornered or put on the
0: spot? Any advice would help. Uh, Well, first and foremost, I think it's great that he's even asking this question. Mm -hmm. Um, Kelsey, I want to hear what you think. What do you think about this?
6: That's a tough one. Um, I have friends and family that struggle with very bad depression and it's never an easy topic to bring up to them. Um, But I'm a firm believer in if someone doesn't want to get help, you can't help them. So Mm -hmm. you can be there for them, you can support them. But at the end of the day, if they're not wanting to get better, help themselves, there's only so much you can do. Um, So when it comes down to it, you either just have to be there for them and love them and support them or you have to make the decision and walk away.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's pretty good advice. What do you think? It is.
2: I I think it's just. I agree with Mark. This is definitely above our pay grade. Like, you know, definitely still continue to try to see if she can go see a therapist or get some help Um, because you know you don't want to see anybody go through, especially your significant other. I would say something that might help Tyler is if you suggest that maybe you guys go to therapy together. Uh, mm-hmm. Instead of having her just go on her own, maybe there's some way you can suggest about you guys going together and doing this together as a couple. Maybe that will entice her to uh,
5: oh, help. Audrey's
2: <laughs> can I help Hi. you. Yes, Coffee got some. Should I answer it on? on? <laughs> oh God. I'll just mute myself. Yeah. Answer see it. Come on. What do you got for us? Answer no, it. Let's
5: see who it is. Come on.
2: Audrey's Coffee House and Lounge. This is Jared. i to help you.
5: Are the scones fresh today?
2: Um, yes yeah, so we can do a to-go order oh my gosh <laughs> absolutely hold on one second <laughs> uh, excuse me folks i have to do a to-go order so uh talk amongst yourselves oh, over wow. Wow. wow
0: wow wow um okay well jared's got bigger fish to fry i guess um i do want to say though i i agree with what jared is saying i also really agree with what kelsey is saying too you can't kind of force someone to go to therapy Uh, In my personal experience, I've been to therapy, like, three different stints in therapy. The first two were urged to by, well, the first one by my parents, the second one by my dad when I was, like, a teenager, and then the third one I finally went to on my own accord. Like, I was the one that made the conscious decision to go to therapy, and the first two stints, like, didn't have any benefit whatsoever. I hated it. I didn't want to be there. I was angry at everyone for making me be there in the first place, and you get nothing out of it, and then by the time I finally decided that I want to go there on my own terms, I, like, benefited so much from it. So I fully agree with what Kelsey is saying. Like if you're going against your will, you're not really going to get much out of it. But then what Jared said, I think was great. Like yeah. suggesting that they go to therapy together, I think is a really good solution for that.
5: I do too. My question is, would this make things better or worse if you were to go to someone else who knows her, like maybe her mom or dad, not to like team up an intervention with her. Cause I feel like that would go badly, but maybe get some advice from them. Cause they've probably been through this with her many times on what he should do? Is there a way into her? Is there maybe there's some advice from other people who know her?
0: Yeah, I think. Uh, well, Kelsey, what do you think? I
6: think, <laughs> I think that Kelsey, if you think? if you trust the family and their opinion and know that they have her best interest and your best interest at heart, mm-hmm. then absolutely you should go and try to figure out a way to make this situation better. But I've personally been in situations where. Um, I don't get along with my significant other's family Mm. and then it can cause more of an issue. So I think it's all based off the circumstance.
0: Yeah. And I will say too, I think that part of the benefit, one of the benefits of having a therapist is that they're so far disconnected from the situation. Mm -hmm. So they can kind of give like unbiased, impartial advice, which is huge. Uh, like family members obviously have so much bias involved in the, in the, you know, their opinions and all those things. So I almost think it's like never a bad idea maybe to bring in a family member that is always looking out for the best of the person. But I think a therapist's purpose is so specific. And like that third unbiased party perspective is, is super key, in my opinion. But yeah. um, I mean, Mark, I don't disagree with what you're saying. I just think that there's just like you know, different, different situations for each thing.
5: I mean, Audrey's is so busy that all the operators were busy and Jared had to take the call. I mean, that's yep, I had to
2: take
0: the call. Yeah. I,
2: I'm very excited for Mark uh, to listen back to this voice memo because uh, he will see you he will hear me take the order of the uh, BLT on brioche with mayonnaise. And uh, I gave him a nice detailed explanation of the chips that we use on the side.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. At the end, like a little hey. Easter egg for everyone mm-hmm. that sticks through the credits.
2: And we have a pickle if you eat it uh, in, in the coffee shop, in the in the restaurants so oh. you know, it's, uh, know. You, nice you don't soul. get the
5: pickle on the to-go order
2: not on the to-go order no pickle not Why? cool because pickle to go it's like what do we wrap it up in a little foil yeah,
5: yeah. put it
2: no. yeah. No, 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 a little baggie. yeah no no t- pickle to go no no pickles to go it's it incentivizes
0: yeah be like jimmy yeah, john's Oh, the to-go pickles at jimmy john's are so good
2: all right let's get I to like the next john's email pickle. shall we all right all right, right a, all right all right
5: I like Dean's idea. I'll put the I'll put the order at the end of the episode if you want to listen through. Yeah. All right. Next email. Oh, this is from Anonymous. I've been dating my boyfriend for a year now, and he's great. We met on a dating app and we're doing long distance. Only an eight-hour drive away, not bad. Oof. I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know. Our what definitions definition of not bad are very different. <laughs> yeah. What is what is bad if that's you not bad? No what is it? bad? <laughs>
5: I have always wanted to be with someone who prioritizes me, but my boyfriend is starting to suffocate me. He never hangs out with his friends anymore. He always wants to FaceTime every night, talk all day, etc. It's getting to the point where he's starting to lose his friends, and I'm starting to resent him for taking up too much of my time. I want him to prioritize me when it matters, but I also want us to have our own lives. How do I bring this up to him without hurting his feelings? Have you ever felt like this?
0: Oof. Ouch!
2: Uh, yeah, I'm going to take,
0: I'm gonna take a back seat here. You guys go.
2: Well, this no. email, anonymous. I'm sure you're a very nice human being, and you listen to help by suck at dating. So you obviously have great taste. I'm I'm <laughs> curious if you talk about this with your boyfriend, and then your boyfriend does take a back seat and stops giving you so much attention. If you're going to regret your decision. And then you're going to miss all the attention that you were getting. So, Mm. what I would say is just be careful what you ask for. Hmm. Because if you're asking for less attention, be prepared to get less
0: attention. That's all I would say. Okay. So, that really wasn't very helpful. Kelsey, what do you think?
4: (laughs) I,
6: I agree. But at the same time, too, you have to have your own life. Like, your relationship shouldn't be just the two of you. Like, you have to have your own things for yourself. Otherwise, like, I understand you get suffocated because I've been in a relationship like that. So I understand where she's coming from. Um, but she just needs to have a conversation with him.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I mean, even even right now, for instance, I'm in Las Vegas by myself. Kaylin is in Los Angeles by herself uh, because I was like, listen, I we just spent Christmas with my family. We were just in Columbia with a bunch of our friends. I just like need to go and be alone. I just like need to be alone by myself for like a day and a half. And she was like, great. See you later. I think like just by like telling them, like, just tell the other person, like, I just need some space, just a little bit of time just like to decompress. That's how I recharge my batteries. I've always been this way. Um, and if they like don't respond to it well, then maybe that's not necessarily the right person for you. Because I, in my opinion, that's like one of the biggest, biggest factors in any relationship is like, is the person that you're dating going to like give you the space that you need when you ask for it? And if they say no and or if they say yes and don't follow through with it, then like then that's going to be your life for the rest of your life if you stay with this person. So be clear and like do it. And if they don't honor what you're asking for, then uh, either, you know, press them on a little harder or, you know, start to find an exit strategy, if you will. I guess that might be a little harsh, but that's how I feel about it.
6: I'm like you, Dean. I need time to myself, too. Like I can be together for an extended period of time but then after that I need my alone time or I just mm-hmm. go crazy
0: I, I I, mean I don't understand how people don't love being alone like being alone is one of the best things in the world <laughs> I agree uh, for a short period of time I
2: totally agree mm-hmm. I like my alone time the only yeah. point I was making is that I've just just you know be prepared <laughs> for less attention that's all because I feel like I've seen this I've seen this before where my friends are like they're too suffocating i need uh, like i need time i need space they ask for space they get space and then they feel like the other person has stopped has stopped caring about them because mm-hmm. they're like well now he's not doing this or now he's not doing that and it's like well what do you, you ask for space what do you want so i would just say you know try to find that middle ground as difficult as that is what if they ask
5: specifically for the pickle what if they really like pickles <laughs> and they say can i just please have a pickle because they're delicious
0: at, Aud- at Audrey's specifically. <laughs> what would you do? What if they really wanted the pickle, Jared? What if they want two pickles?
2: <laughs> two pickles? Listen, two pickles. if they come up and they beg for a pickle, I'll
0: give them the pickle. But would if you you're asking for, the for pickle? two pickles,
2: do you know how much pickles are? They're not cheap. <laughs> so the wait, pickles if, that I buy. I got good quality so pickles eat, over here. If I
0: eat in the restaurant, I get a free pickle. If I pickle. get a pickle to go, do I have to pay for the pickle? No. But if you ask for two pickles, you're paying for that second pickle. That's so fair. Listen, I, that's fair. Listen, Listen, listeners I mean, you gotta, of Help I Suck at Dating. If you really want a pickle from Audrey's <laughs> Cocktail Lounge, you have to specifically ask for it for takeout. Where
5: do you, for where do you
0: get your pickle from? It's a it's
2: a marketplace called Belmont. <laughs> 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 it's a local marketplace. They're very They're good locally. locally they the pickles. pickles, you know. Oh, nice. Mm. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, uh, I don't even know what type of pickle would that be called. It's like a cucumber, a gherkin. Is that a gherkin? A little are oh, pickles, pickle chip.
6: Cucumbers, aren't cucumbers pickles and pickles cucumbers?
2: They are, but it's like a...
6: like how cucumber. they're made.
0: I don't know. Pickles and cucumbers. That's the name of this episode. Pickles <laughs> and cucumbers. All right, well, I think that's probably going to just about do it for this episode. What do you guys think?
2: Yeah, I got to sell some pickles over here. I got to get
0: going. <laughs> Great. Jared's got pickles. Kelsey's got... Uh, maybe pickles, and Mark's probably got to get hey, some pickles too. So, gabagoo, gabagoo. <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining us for this week's episode of Help I Suck at Dating, Kelsey. We are thank you so much for being our co-host with us thank this week, Kelsey. Thanks for having um, me. We hope that next time we talk to you, we get a lot more of an inside scoop on what's going on with your dating life because hopefully there is a lot more to share. We'll see. Hey, by the way, I just saw your birthday. You were born uh, fourteen days before I was. So, really, go a- yeah, we're team Aries. That's awesome.
6: So Aries.
0: That's right. That's right. Um, big thank you to Brett Robinson for joining us on this podcast this week. Don't forget to check out his TikToks, Brett W. Robinson on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all that kind of stuff. Tyler, hopefully you figure it out with your girlfriend. It sounds like she's in a tough spot, but sounds like you're a good guy. So hopefully you guys will be able to figure it out together. Um, Mark, thanks for reading our emails. And uh, I guess there's Nothing left to say, so yeah, uh, maybe next it. week we'll maybe next week we'll suck just a little <laughs> bit less. Follow help by
5: Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: All right, what can I get for you? Yeah, of course. It usually comes on brioche bread. Um, did you want that? We could also do ciabatta. We could do wheat bread a wrap. Did you want to add anything to it? Obviously, it just comes with the biggest lesson today. I don't, I don't know if you wanted cheese or mayonnaise or anything. We do a side of chips. Sure, it's just the BLT on brioche with mayonnaise and a bag of chips on the side. Yeah, it'll be ready in five to ten minutes. Thanks, man.
0: It's time to celebrate Black History Month.
1: There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving.
0: To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.
3: The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David.